0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 4, Looking for Clues By Monday morning, Butterscotch still hadn't come home. As far as they were able to tell, neither had Shorty. Jenny watched her mom sadly spoon Butterscotch's special diet into the trash because it was starting to stink up the refrigerator. Her eyes wandered over to the shelf where she kept Butterscotch's brush. There were a few cat hairs stuck in the bristles, but she didn't want to clean it out. Right now, that fur was all she had left of Butterscotch. Are you going to eat that? Natalie asked at lunchtime. Huh? Jenny said. Your apple. Are you going to eat it? Jenny sighed. No, you can have it. Food just didn't taste good anymore. Natalie took the apple and bit into it with a big crunch. This is a good apple, she said, trying to talk around the big bite. She chewed for a while, then set the apple down. Aren't you ever going to smile again? Jenny shrugged her shoulders. I don't know. Maybe someday when I grow up. I have an idea, Natalie said. Why don't we search around your house for clues? We can find butterscotch. I know we can. Jenny brightened a little. Do you think so? She asked, hopefully. "'Natalie thumped Jenny on the back. "'Sure we can. "'I'll meet you at your house after school tonight, okay?' "'Jenny nodded. "'Okay.' "'That afternoon she waited impatiently at the end of her driveway "'for Natalie to change her clothes and meet her. "'Finally, just when Jenny was about to go look for her, "'Natalie burst out of her front door and ran over. "'Sorry,' she panted breathlessly. "'My mom wanted me to help her fold some clothes before I left. "'She searched her pockets for something. "'But look what my dad let us borrow.' She continued, pulling a big magnifying glass out of her pocket. She held it up to her eye. Jenny jumped. The magnifying glass made Natalie's eye look huge. The giant eye blinked at her. "'What do you think?' Natalie asked. "'Wow,' Jenny said. "'What do we do with it?' "'Look for clues, of course,' Natalie replied. She began looking carefully at the grass around the driveway. "'Didn't you say that Butterscotch ran across the lawn and then down the road?' Jenny nodded. "'Yes.' She thought back to the awful night. I heard this horrible squeal, and then I saw Butterscotch run across the yard with Shorty right behind her. They ran behind the cars and then down the street. She fought back tears. Then that truck roared by. When it squealed to a stop, I just knew she was going to be hit. Natalie pretended she didn't notice that Jenny was almost crying. But she wasn't, right? At least you didn't find her on the street. Come on, I think we should start here. Jenny followed along behind Natalie, who was crawling through the grass on the lawn toward the driveway. She pushed the grass to the side, trying to see little cat prints in the dirt. Suddenly, Natalie stopped. She held the magnifying glass almost on the dirt. Aha, she said. Look at this. Jenny crawled up beside her. Cat prints, she said excitedly. What did I tell you? Natalie said happily. She examined the prints closely. It almost looks like she was jumping toward the driveway. "'But how do we know that Butterscotch made these prints that night and not some other time?' Jenny asked. "'She loves chasing grasshoppers. Maybe she was jumping after one of them.' "'I don't know,' Natalie admitted, but we know she made these prints some time.' Jenny sat back in the grass and tried not to look unhappy. "'How are we ever going to find Butterscotch this way?' Natalie sighed and plopped down beside her. "'I don't know, but we aren't going to find her by moping around in your room.' "'Jenny,' Mrs. Wallace called, "'would you come here a minute?' Jenny trotted to the house. Her mother handed her a stack of papers and some thumbtacks. Here, honey, I made some posters saying that Butterscotch is missing and where to call if someone finds her. Why don't you go put them up around the neighborhood? Jenny threw her arms around her mother. Thanks, Mom, she said. Then she turned. Come on, Natalie. Mom had a great idea. They circled slowly around the block. Did anyone have a reason to steal Butterscotch? Natalie asked as she pushed a tack into a sign on a telephone pole. I don't think so, Jenny replied, counting out the number of posters they had left. She pointed to the next pole. Let's put one over there. But before she had taken two steps, a thought hit her. Wait, she said suddenly, stopping so fast that Natalie ran into her with a little grunt. When that truck stopped, the driver got out and ran around to the front. I thought he was just making sure that he hadn't hit Butterscotch or Shorty. But what if he stole them? Natalie's eyes got big. He could have. What kind of truck was it? Just then, a voice interrupted them. "'Excuse me, girls. It was Mrs. Norton, a woman who lived a few houses down the street. "'Are you looking for your pet?' Jenny and Natalie ran eagerly to where Mrs. Norton was working in her yard. "'Yes, yes,' they said together. "'She's a gold-colored cat named Butterscotch. "'Did you see her?' "'No,' Mrs. Norton said slowly. "'Not a cat. "'But Friday night, just as it was getting dark, "'I saw a little brown and white dog running down the street, "'barking his head off.' "'Jenny felt her bottom lip quiver.' "'That was Shorty. He chased Butterscotch away.' "'Did you see a big truck about the same time?' Natalie asked. "'Yes,' Mrs. Norton said slowly. "'A big yellow one. It didn't hit your pet, did it?' "'No,' Jenny said, "'but we haven't seen my cat since then.' "'I'm sorry,' Mrs. Norton said kindly. "'I didn't even see a cat, just the dog.' "'Thank you, anyway,' Jenny forced herself to say "'before Natalie tugged on her arm. "'Come on, Jenny,' she said. "'Let's go put up the rest of these posters. "'Someone must have seen Butterscotch.' By the time they finished putting up posters around the neighborhood, it was time for supper. Jenny said goodbye to Natalie and walked home slowly. Her mother called to her through the kitchen window. No luck, huh? Well, cheer up, sweetheart. Maybe someone will recognize her from the poster and call. And I put an ad in the paper today saying that she was missing. Jenny brightened. You did? Her mom nodded. Yes, I did. Oh, and Jenny, have you prayed about butterscotch yet? Yes, Jenny said. But we could pray again. Her mother knelt down on the kitchen floor, and Jenny knelt down beside her. Dear Heavenly Father, her mother prayed, we know that you care for all your creatures. Please be with Butterscotch wherever she is, keep her safe, and help her to find her way home if it's your will. Amen. Jenny stood up and hugged her mom. God was watching over Butterscotch. He would take care of her. Suddenly, she was hungry. Thanks, Mom. What are we having for supper? I'm starved. Her mom leaned over the oven. We're having gravy and biscuits. Jenny didn't hear her. Gravy and what? Biscuits, Mom said in a loud voice. Then a voice answered her from outside the window. Arf, arf! Jenny froze. Oh, no. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 3, Jenny's cat Cat, written by Celeste Perino-Walker.